0: Feel the rays of the sun on your skin.
1: You have to be free. And you are not. Pepper for Your Steak is an adult podcast for those aged 25 years and older. Scientists and doctors tell me that that's the age that your frontal cortex is finally fully formed. Whatever that means. Supposedly, that's when your brain is finished cooking. I'm not recommending anything in here, and I certainly don't accuse anybody of anything. This is all work of fiction, fantasy, and entertainment. Enjoy.
0: But in order to feel the rays of the sun on your skin, you have to be free. And you are not.
1: As the crazy person that I am, I have recorded this introduction about four times. I don't know what is right, what I'm trying to get right, but you know when it's not. <laughs> you know when it's not right. My name is Maverick Matthews. This is Pepper for your steak. I, I just listened to the intro music again, and I had forgotten how much work I put into letting that put people in the right zone, rather than me trying to talk you there. So I'm going to shut up. This episode um, has two things in it. As a story from Tom Segura, which illustrates the depth of the Third World sometimes, specifically involving the cartels in Mexico. And I bring this up because I've been, you know, invested in this issue for a long time. These problems are going to start happening in our our country more and more frequently. They already are. You just have to pay... Look, just look into it. They are in little tiny bubbles. It's going to begin to be more and more because we're talking about essentially an unacknowledged country growing within another country. If you go look at the world travel map, Mexico's green as balls. They they're begging people to come visit. Don't go there. No offense, Mexico. I'm sorry. It's just not safe. And if you're one of these people who are like, Oh, it's not so bad down there, go look at the murder rates. It's like the middle ages down there. And people I know people are still going on vacation to Mexico. No, look, I'm not I didn't come on here to rip Mexico. Another country that's green right now is Portugal, and i'm and that's my you know a large component of my lineage and heritage. They're begging for people to come too, but not because it's dangerous. They need tourist money It's like a lot of places we're to put this country back together we're to put this world back together, but we are not we're definitely not focusing on problems that are about to get real serious and make a lot of military contractors very wealthy because as soon as we declare the drug war in Mexico a actual war then the war machinery starts moving and so it's my theory that they're letting it build up so that they can do that and that's the only way they can get away with it with the american public is to let some fucked up shit happen and then they're like see we need to do something it's kind of what they always do the mysterious they but for now we'll talk about the they that killed john mcafee who knows who fucking knows I've heard theories that he's not dead because he had all this crypto hidden in a wallet, and they would rather get that out first. You know, so they killed the dummy, and they're who knows doing what to him, or just working a deal out with him. Who knows? Who knows what's real anymore? We live in a movie, and these were two moments that I found compelling. Check it out. Maverick Matthews, pepper for your steak.
2: Soul is not like breath or blood or bone and it can be taken in ways no man understands.
0: Jesus, God, you guys are deep, huh? We
2: thought we had something different here, you see.
0: See, we live in both a very fragile and precious experiment in democracy, and we live in an empire that is experiencing profound decline.
2: Reptilian agenda. Okay, let's talk about the reptiles. So you're saying the reptilians are luring humans to, like, Hawaii to to vacation spots.
0: The news is there to scare white people. I've said this for years. To
2: live this life, you can't live the life everyone else lives. You're not going to be partying on the weekends. You're going to be performing on the weekends. You're not going to be watching the big uh, game on a Thursday night because you'll be in a club. You have to have that mindset that you don't belong. You don't go to the rhythm of the rest of the world.
1: Now I have been told repeatedly uh, That that introduction is a little intense for some people It is designed to interrupt rote thinking So was John McAfee and so is this quote from Tom Segura Let's flip a coin Obviously we're going to do John last What am I saying? Okay, we've got to do Tom first the reason this is in here is it's because it's very fucking upsetting, but it was inc- just it's just mind blowing story and you got to hear it. So this is from Two Bears One Cave, Tom Segura. On review, sorry, I'm looking for it. Which is you know a very funny podcast, incidentally. Go check it out. Uh, I listen to it all the time. These guys are goofballs, but this story was a little out of left field and fuck. All right, here it is.
2: I heard the wildest shit ever from an Uber driver this week. I mean, this fucking I, I, my jaw dropped. It was a 15-minute ride uh-huh. it was from my house to a restaurant. Guy gets, I get in, I get in the car with him. He has an accent. I ask him where he's from, and he says, uh, "Monterey, Mexico." Yeah. Uh-huh. And I go, "Oh yeah, my buddy married a girl from Monterey." And I go, do you go back there?" And he goes, "No." I go, "Yeah, it's a, uh, it's pretty dangerous." And He goes, "That's why I don't go back." And I go, "Oh." Um, he goes, yeah, the cartel, you know, they just they just fucked with me and, and fucked with my friends. And I go, really? Dude. He goes, one day, um, my friend owned a ranch with, like, you know, a farm. And the cartel stole one of his trailers with livestock on it. But it had a GPS tracker on it. So my friend was able to find where his trailer was and get it back. He just took it back. Right? He didn't, like, fight people for right. it. They just found it and they took it back. He goes, three months later, um, these guys showed up and I was at my friend's house. And they they took us all and they he they killed my friends in front of me. No. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah. They just Holy shit. And and they tortured one and like cut him open and no. stuff. And I was like,
1: Fuck, all over a trailer?
2: Yeah. And then I go, and then he goes, they kept me for 45 days. And I go why didn't they kill you? And he goes, I asked him. And the guy said, uh, because we like you. Like, he was just like, you know, personal, like funny or whatever. And they were just like, we like you. And then I was like, and then, then, like, I go, and how did you get released? He goes, they drove me, uh, dropped me off on the highway between two towns. They just let me off on the road. And he goes, I got to a phone. I called my wife who thought I was dead. Because it had been 45 days. And so she was, like, freaking out. And he goes, yeah, and then we left here. All right, we're at your stop. You want to get out? And I was like, Jesus Christ, man. No like, shit. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I got to stay in the car for a while. Damn, I yeah. feel like I have to sell your story to fucking I know. Steven Soderbergh. I mean, it was just, like, the wildest shit. I, I... whoa. And, and he goes, I asked one of the guys, he goes, uh, he asked one of the the hitmen, like, you know, after a while, like, how did you know? Isn't it hard to kill people? And he goes, the first time it's hard. He goes, by the third time, you don't even think about it. And he was like, Phew. and and that guy's pay was on payroll from the cartel. Yeah, hit for a hundred thousand a week. No shit. Yeah. He's like, so they're getting paid just like crazy money. Damn. And he's like, killing people like every week. Fuck. Yeah. And, and then he was just like, all right, this is your stop. <laughs> that
1: <laughs> Dude. What the fuck? Now, we live in a, in a world where in order to keep the status quo, in order to have people fucking wake up in the morning and co- you know not freak out and just run out of their house screaming, we we like to pretend that America is some stable place. Now, granted, that happened right next door. But... If you do look under the rug, it is not pretty. That's why so many people just, quote-unquote, don't believe in conspiracy. You and I are actually involved in a conspiracy right now. We're discussing ideas that are, others are not privy to. That's all this conspiracy is. That's the definition. Of, that's all that happens in the world. Is people make plans that others don't know about. That's that, th- I mean... We have to stop using that word. It's not a secret that Mexico is bonkers, and I still know people who are cruising down there, like it's nada. Parts of our country right now are bonkers. I moved, I, was, I moved to the hood in California, to Inglewood, without knowing it, several times. The first time I landed in California, a guy was stabbed to death across the street from my hotel that night. Our country is not stable. We just are very, very good at keeping everybody hypnotized. Just keep moving. Just don't worry about that. We got cleanup crews for that shit. Don't worry about it. A big Disneyland, essentially. I would argue that we have to stop this if we're going to connect and fix anything. And we don't have to necessarily have a civil war to do this. Every individual person could just start helping out. You see something, do something. Somebody's needs help across the street, fucking help them across the street. In a lot of ways... Our country did degenerate from A couple of generations ago When people had real serious fucking manners and, 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 and obviously It had racism problems and all that other stuff But what I mean is as an individual People used to dress up nice to get on airplanes Open doors for people We have to go back to all that I'm You know Is that going to stop the cartels We have to have like a trickle up effect Of focus People have to get healthy again first Start respecting each other deeply. Brothers and sisters, unite together against one common enemy, just like the space aliens. I don't know what the fucking solution is. Just be nice to each other, please. By the way, I don't know if I shouted out to Norway. For some reason, I'm huge over there right now. I love y'all. Shout out to Germany. What's up? I'm getting European tags, y'all. Um, okay, moving on. That was just too serious to not put in here. I, I I heard that and I was like, "What the fuck? That is the craziest fucking story I've heard in years." That re- that's that that really fucking happened to someone, people. It's not a movie. It's happening every day in the world. People just go get their fucking lattes at Starbucks. It it's the mo- it's weird to me. I don't fucking get it. What can you do? Some anything else? Okay I'm starting to sound like McAfee I'm spending too much time listening to this podcast Here he comes There's only a couple clips in here It's not mine to to display this entire thing But if you want to go look for it You'll be able to find this It's one of his last podcasts There's a few mirrors on YouTube I saw This was for the Randonauts One of the interviewers was terrible And the other one was Nick Hinton, who's wonderful, connects with John, got some great material. And John says some of the fucking deepest shit I've ever heard anyone say. This was essentially a guy who took the governor off. Not many people get that chance to have hundreds of millions and do whatever they can think of just to see what's up. And if you watch his interviews, especially <laughs> especially from the early times, he starts very straight and he goes, and all of a sudden by the end, he has embraced the fact that he is the Coco He's embraced the fact that he is the trickster, the prankster. Every culture has one. Uh, an archetype for it, I mean. And The prankster teaches us a lot of valuable things. And they're an essential element of the mix in a weird way. This man had the balls to go find boundaries that other people did not have the balls to find. And yeah, somebody... Poisoned his dogs, and 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 that neighbor, di- I know, died mysteriously. I, you know, if that's the worst this dude did, that's bad. But I mean, don't poison my dogs. I think he just was defending himself and trying to find the edges at the same time. Now I'm not saying, I'm not telling you to go make this guy your personal hero. He was a. You're not supposed to follow any of the archetypical gods as a human, I don't think. I I think you're supposed to blend them into a powerful amalgam. That's human alchemy, right? You try to be them, we all know the, the ending. This is just another archetypical ending of the prankster. He's always murdered. Because essentially people get fed up with his stuff. And in this case it was because a state did not feel like they could coerce him into paying them tribute. In other words, they they, they wanted taxes. And they went around the world to find this guy for him. And I've heard, you know, of course, that he might be still alive because he had a lot of crypto in a wallet. And if he dies, that wallet just sits there. So who knows? But he was a fascinating guy. John McAfee. McAfee. All right, here it is. Some clips. Okay, so I'm... Um, I've, I don't want to originally I had taken a lot of clips out I don't want to pollute the waters because the last thing John says is so profound I want you to think about that let's just have a few warm up tasters from him uh, just to show you what kind of headspace he was in for this interview if you want to go try to find it
0: if we're going that deep you had better be prepared <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> When it's the last podcast of the day? <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm drinking. Let's, let's define and by can defining, therefore, confine consciousness. Do that for me while well, I have another drink of Irish whiskey. I'll give you seconds.
1: That, that which is aware or that which observes? oh
0: dude you just lost you guys go back to sleep no I'm not very sad because that which just you said just observes meaning I'm sitting in the goddamn theater watching this movie which is either horrific or beatific or somewhere in between and I'm sitting here You can't put no goddamn responsibility on me for watching this movie. Why? I am the observer. If I'm the observer, is there any good or bad? No. Right or wrong? No. It's just the fucking movie. The movie about which end of which I have no connection or responsibility. Now, to me, that, my friends, is consciousness. <laughs> if that's consciousness <laughs> If that's consciousness,. <laughs> <what the fuck? laughs> do you think it has to do with anything that ever happens? and here's a toast to you by the way i've been drinking listen you call me this time of night no i'd say consciousness is the observer okay and as the observer you must be disconnected one trillion percent from the action there is no observer action
1: so, so what you you're saying is, so they they have observed some effect of consciousness, conscious intention affecting random
0: number generators. Which conscious, the observer? What's he doing? Is he running upstairs to the projection room and going, "I don't like this movie"? change the number. No, please, God! You just said you kind of agreed. Consciousness is the observer, that which watches. Just do nothing but watch, that's just to me, and I do not insist, and if in fact, if it benefits your users, your followers, and yourself, I will switch to the opposite perspective. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Listen, consciousness is the driving force of this fucking universe. Do you understand? Yeah. Is aware of itself. It's not a fucking observer. No. It's the initiator of reality, the initiator of all life. It is that which we have been trying to become for 50,000 years, people. No, so I can play that one if you want. I'm easy. Or I can go back to (laughs) consciousness is an observer, nothing more. Fuck you people who think it matters. Mm -hmm. Pick one. Pick one. I'll play either role you choose. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) This man was the quintessential mad genius. This is the quintessential mad genius. You have to listen to some of his final interviews. If you can't find this one, there's lots out there. There's some great ones on Tinfoil House, Sam Tripoli. You know, you can learn a lot from a man this brave.
0: I founded the Relational Yoga Mandaran in Colorado that's on the slopes of Pike's Peak at 10,000 feet, the most gorgeous place you've ever goddamn seen. Cost me $20 million, but who cares? I got more pussy. (laughs) <laughs> from those three years of running that yoga center, that okay. so I've gotten in the rest of my fucking life. Keep in mind, I'm seventy-four, but I do have forty-seven. Ah, whoop, sorry, Dr. Janus, baby. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I got forty-eight children. A some dude from Louisiana got in touch with me through some genetic goddamn testing. Who isn't out there doing that shit, by the way? You need to stop. I mean, stop now. But in any case, that's a different story. No, contact. 48 children.
1: If there's anything to be held against John, it's that he's not raising his kids. And because I pride myself on calling, you know, a thing a thing, when I see a thing, there's an irresponsibility there. But he was claiming them as his children, so we don't really know. He he said he was sending a lot of money. He even said specifically if it was more than, I think he said if it was, they were asking for less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars, he would just give it to them because it didn't matter at that point. Uh, That's a pretty good trust fund for a kid to start with. I don't know. I'm very conflicted about this, but this is not. It's not for me to be conflicted about. This is the classic trickster. If you know anything about Pelle, there's a reason I keep mentioning him. He would come in with his flute. Native American legend by the way. Common to a lot of tribes. I'm not going to pick any particular but he comes in with his flute Hopi. Uh, Navajo. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, he he seduces women. He bones them. He dances off. This is the Cocopelli. I mean this is the archetypical trickster. Now the question is was John Intentionally trying to be that? Or was this the path that taking the governors off naturally led him to? Here's how he felt about drugs.
0: I give a flying fuck. I'm so breathing, lofos. In spite of having consumed more goddamn drugs than you and 200 of your friends, most of it, are (laughs) my
1: fucking nose. Anybody remember Hunter Thompson? I mean, he's even starting to mumble like Hunter. It's fascinating, man. These power magnets that draw people into a kind of archetype. All right, let's have a little bit more, and then he'll give us the wisdom at the end. If you can make
0: fucking sense out of your own thoughts... And good God, people, after this podcast, <laughs> get in touch with me personally, because uh, <laughs> I want whatever you have. Janice? Janice? She got this goddamn noise cancelling your earphones that would cancel a nuclear explosion three centimeters from her ear. <laughs> <laughs> Janice? Janice No fucking way. You're fucking with me. During time. No, you're not. Can't, can't you come? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Janice, Oh. I? It doesn't matter. I lost my ear. and not my ear.. There have been rumors for years, so I was a zombie. but no, no, this has nothing to do with that. My well, ears still on, baby. Yeah. Good. That's nice.
1: <laughs> this is—he is amazing. I mean, if you do not find this guy to be an incredible piece of walking human art, then I guess you're not the kind of person who would have fallen in love with Hunter Thompson either, because he's—it's amazing how similar they are. Um, the world needs a, a prankster. They need the Gonzo person to come at it from a different angle. So you're like. I, like, fuck, I forgot you could be that crazy. You know? And what's amazing is that they, you know, these these pranksters, they always also drop the deep knowledge bombs. Now, tr- you know, I have to... A lot of people are going to be like, hey, how come you didn't just play the whole thing? I have edited the shit out of this, to be fair. I put all those Janice clips together. Um, if you listen to it, you can tell. But he did it so many times during the show... <laughs> <laughs> I was wanted, you know, to illustrate the Janice component about how you know I treat his assistant and like what this dude's up to. Um, God, what a fucking nut! Okay, last clip is him warning us about the dangers of uh, a lockdown. And this person asking the question is Nick Hinton. He did a great job with this interview. The other interviewer was appalling, so I'm not even going to mention him. But check out this little clip. This question Nick asked him. So you would say one of your goals is that you you want to wake people up before you leave here.
0: Yes, (laughs) if not, (laughs) you are already people sleeping through a worldwide lockdown. Lockdown Till telling you to go home. Close your door to the outside world. Lock it and stay there. Come out only if it's an emergency. You need food. We're about to die mean the hospital. That's it. Janice and I lived for a week in Spain, the most <laughs> locked down nation on this globe. I was almost arrested twice in two weeks. <laughs> First time because I am a driver. I'm a 74. I can barely see if I could have a driver's license, I'd be more than happy. And in most circumstances, I drive anyway. However, under martial law, we were. We were accosted by two officers who go, What are you fucking doing? Fortunately, <laughs> I'm an old man crippled. <laughs> listen to people, I'm 74 years old, I'm oh man, I can't hear or see shit. But I'm starving <laughs> and need some goddamn food, which is legal. Now, listening to me, they hear number one. I'm definitely a foreigner. My Spanish is crude, uh, but intelligible. Therefore, what option do they have other than, oh, some goddamn foreigner stuck here. We need to support those mofos, right? Because I'm gonna go home and talk to the press. So yes, the next day, we're in a goddamn supermarket. Because I go out every day. When I was there, I did. Why? I wanted to see what's happening. So in the grocery store, the only place you can go other than the hospital in Spain, if you're caught out doing something other than that, <laughs> uh, uh, you go to jail. So now, uh, second day, I'm, I'm in the supermarket. Again, I'm 74, my ears are not the best. If I'm out somewhere and you're trying to make me understand something, you'd better goddamn close my ears. So my driver, Roman, was going, uh, Whisper, not whispering, talking, when I mean, two serious motherfucking security people show up, uh, we just broke the law, You, we violated the one meter rule, the three feet rule, meaning you may not get closer than three feet to another person, touch another person, well, that's got to be life in prison, I don't know, maybe beheading, I don't fucking know, but no, no, they're about to rest us again. by idiotic uh, Spanish elderly crippled uh, old man uh, who was unfortunately stuck there, which was the truth. Lucien Tosendero. Lucien No oír nada. I'm sorry, but I can't hear anything. Yeah, I'm 74. And before they get there, I'm already bent at the spine so that my head is about the level of my ballsack, right, so I, I'm already an old man, right, so, and I'm pleading again in broken Spanish, no, I, we live with that for a goddamn week before we escape, they say, ah, a week, who cares, <laughs> if I lived any longer than that, I would have hung myself from my neighbor's balcony above me, no, 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 no. No. We're living in scary times, people. And what happened to Jansen now, you think that's not gonna happen to you. I don't give a flying fuck where you are. We're just on the leading goddamn edge. <laughs> America, England, France, name it. You're gonna be there if not tomorrow, then next week. We're at the latest the week after wake the fuck up.
1: How's that for Dad wisdom From the prankster It's hard to hear actually Because I have a son You know And he has sons And the, he It's obvious that he does care If he's trying to wake people up Because he knows That even if he is dead now 48 kids Chances are Some of them are alive Gonna have to endure What's coming If people don't wake up So here's the final wisdom As far as I'm concerned, from John McAfee, McAfee, Uh, I don't like the word rest in peace. We're going to say glow, John. Uh, God's love only worms. In other words, there's no sympathy for you in this universe. And now your end has come. Your watch has ended. So glow on, buddy. Marek Matthews, pepper for your steak. Here is John's final thought. So does it matter? No.
0: I've I have skated, danced, fought, loved, suffered, hurt, exalted, and reached the bottom on this planet in my seventy-four years. I cannot conceive of a more beautiful story than the life of humankind on this planet. Jesus, people, look at the opportunity. But in order to dance and skate and feel the rays of the sun on your skin, you have to be free and you are not and I will not leave this spinning globe without trying with the last ounce of my breath to wake you up to reach out and touch your hands stroke your face look into your eyes and tell you life is not free you have to reach out you have to have courage if you have no strength and courage (laughs) if you have no courage and strength and if you have both and you're not here by my side, then fuck you. Because you are not part of the human race.
1: If that's not moving to you, I don't know if you have a heartbeat, regardless of how you feel about this guy. Right, I'm going to play some music I wrote here uh, to track that I didn't know would be perfect for this when I wrote it but that's what life does it just gives you beautiful synchronicity once you start putting a little effort in so this is a track I wrote called Find What You Love and Let It Kill You maybe take your governor off get emotional sometimes let people see it so that they know It's okay to be human sometimes too. I'm having a drink for you, John. Maverick Matthews, pepper for your steak.
0: up.